But my idea is to, with some sort of equipment that is capable of this, go snorkeling and attempt to talk to the whales and dolphins. We would have to do this during cancer season for obvious reasons. Uh, of course. Well, that's the only. That's when the that's when the um veil between humans and the marine life is at its thinnest. And the sea- Manic. Pixie. Jump scare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're, we're Gwen, Gwen. and we're Becca. we're Becca, and welcome to Manicusi Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love, love for, for each, each other. other. Wow, opposite vibes. Very yin and but yang. So, so well harmonizing and complementing each other, just as we do <sighs> so naturally. And um, Quinn, as your other half, I was wondering, <laughs> I was kind of just like wondering what's going on with you right now. Oh my god straight into it this week and we love yep. that but um yeah so guys things have changed becca becca before we started recording pointed out how quickly people switch up and i am one of the people who has switched up because i've been talking about unemployment on here for weeks and that's just not the reality i'm living in anymore guys so let's go yeah, <laughs> um yes. yeah guys it is the it is the current event that i am employed i actually start work this week isn't that a crazy thing wow. to say isn't that a crazy thing to say um wow and yeah i so actually if we can believe it or not i have what's known as two jobs quinn this is legendary. This is so exciting. I'm giving very much um Julian from or Julius from Everybody Hates Chris. Um, and that I have two jobs. You're giving um, me. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving Becca. <laughs> and that I, I want so many times throughout this podcast I've wanted to be Becca so bad. And now I'm I'm on my way to that. I'm on my way to that. Yeah. Um Thank you. so yeah, one of my jobs is a summer camp job, so it doesn't start until a little bit later in the summer and okay. then but my job that I'm starting this week is I forget if I've even talked to Becca about this but I will be working at a winery yes <laughs> yes so true I didn't know guys. about that but that's so exciting I think I meant to tell you but I we just never got to it but um, are you a sommelier yeah yeah kind of oh <laughs> way to one up barista slash bartender i've had this thought no this week i was like well i set out to be like a barista like that was my mission but now i'm doing something that i'm you surpassed it just as passionate about um (laughs) if not more so if not more so and alcohol costs way more money than um starbucks coffee so Mm -hmm. uh yeah so but yeah, it all happened very quickly because when did we record last week? Do we record? Probably Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, I had had my, oh, I had had both interviews. I think by then, but yeah, it all materialized last week. Um, I got both Yay. job offers last week, and then I, yeah, and I and guys, can I tell you, I do have another interview this week. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, for a job, just to see. I've actually had two interviews. I had an interview after I got the one job because I was just like, oh, let me go in and see it. Um, and then I have another interview this week. That it, this it, it's been like such so weird scheduling, mm-hmm. but yeah. But like I said, my like camp job doesn't start till like later in the summer. So mm-hmm. and now I have like tangible hours to be like, okay, girl, this is when I can work. This is when I can't. What can we do about that? Um, yeah. And so I don't know. I'll go. And it's like it's nice now because I don't like need the job. I'm like right. I'm gonna be collecting my coins. Irregardless. Oh my god! So thank God the income. But yeah, it's her time to come in. I was. It's her time. We're ushering in the income, and mm-hmm. um, my goal was to have an income by May. I didn't quite make it, but it's okay because so much of it is out of my control. But we're here May 9th, and I did also have a dog sitting job over the weekend, and I run some income for that so yes i did also text becca today a screenshot i was doing a um, non-discrimination and harassment prevention training for my new job and mm-hmm. they were choosing like the wildest like things because i think they were like trying to be like inventive and not wanted to be like oh this guy's being racist like they wanted to like be a little bit more like oh this is something you it. haven't thought about before yeah um and so <laughs> there was this guy who a new person joins his work and he's like a jokester but then the jokester starts joking about the fact that this guy has type 1 diabetes <laughs> oh my Rebecca god it's is one of the most real. famous people to ever have it so yeah um my god. yeah i had to send it to her and i was like we should use this program when we have mpj enterprises and we have to have everybody do their diversity training all our employees yeah, so yeah. they know how not to treat Miss Becca. You can't joke about that. Only I can. You cannot joke about diabetes in the workplace. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Not, oh, not, oh. Now, when we go out for drinks, different, totally different situation. And that, and that's part of the training. It's like <laughs> work just might not be the place for what you want to do. Um, but anyway. Oh, my God. One of uh, the questions, can you believe Becca's diabetes when you guys go out? Yes. Yes. Yeah, guys. <laughs> and it would yeah, be false okay. to say you can't. Well, yeah. like, I don't know. You might. It's just then we can't. It's not workplace harassment. It's just regular harassment at that point. Mm, okay. So kind of like a hands off situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, it's above our pay grade at that point. <laughs> yeah. We've done too much. <laughs> but also we're inviting our employees for drinks. Yeah. Maybe we need to reconsider in this that universe. In the fantasy. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Something to think about. Are we the problem? <laughs> Are we the issue? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I have jobs. I have income coming in. Bills no longer affected. Or at least we're on our way. I'm so, I'm honestly so happy for you. Aw. It's just, what can a girl say other than... You needed this. I know. I was grinding. I was grinding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I changed my Indeed preferences. I turned off those fucking emails. Thank God. They won't be hitting me up anymore. Um, I actually need to do that right now, live on air. <laughs> live on air, Becca's going to turn do that. off those damn emails. And while Becca does that, I will say a little synchronicity. So I got, I started into the week with the job offer last week. So I got my first job offer on Monday and then my last one on Friday. And then it was nice because what was Friday night, but the Muna concert. Yes. Yeah. So you got to celebrate. 
Uh-huh. And I bought these tickets. Literally, the funny thing about it is I bought them in like December or whatever when they announced this tour, maybe January. Because they were like, I forget how much they were, but they weren't that much. And I was like, Muna's like my obsession. And so I was like, okay, I need to, I might need to buy these. I got the Zoomies. Do you know when you get the Zoomies after buying something and you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I fully had like, I felt like cracked out after buying these tickets. <laughs> like, um, And so I felt happy about that. And then it happened that it was literally on the day I got my second job offer. So talk about synchronicity. Oh my god, amazing. I got a little built-in reward for, you know, my hard work for the fruits of my labor. On indeed.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and guys, Muna, if you have not been to a Muna show, you need to get you need to get the to an honorary. And by that I mean the Muna show because Yeah, a thousand percent, yeah. First of all, if you're a queer person and you want to be in community, girl, go to the Muna show. <laughs> you see all types of if Fox News showed up to a Muna show, they would not know what the fuck to do with themselves. Like Tucker they would Carlson, combust. <laughs> Tucker Carlson at the Muna show would be scaring the nation. Like, yeah, he would be talking to tooth, nail, uh, eyelash, like whoever. But there are so many just queer people. And when I went to the bathroom, like right when I got to the venue, and um, uh, right on the side of the bathroom there was a sign that said at the request of Muna, all bathrooms in the venue have ma- been made gender neutral tonight. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, I, and I felt clowned on because I was like looking for the men's room and I crossed all the way from one side of the venue where I was to the other side of the venue to find the men's room. And I was like, I could have gone in the, the ladies uh, this whole know. time, this whole time. Nudies. Um, yeah. But uh, the Muna concert was so good. Uh, the Nova Twins opened for them, and I was going to be there for that originally because I wanted to get there early. But then, guys, what am I good at but being late? Mm. Um, did you so, go alone? I did. I did. Wow. I only nice. go to Muna concerts alone. Lovely. <laughs> that's like a rule, but it's just something that's happened twice. Yeah. If I had a nickel. So. I'd only have two nickels. <laughs> it's kind of weird that it happened twice, though. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But... Yeah, so I got I got to talk to some fellow concert goers, which was fun. Okay. Um, and I came in for like the last three songs of the Nova Twins. Do you know them at all? No. They're these British girls who like make like punk rock music, like kind of oh. new metal, like it's like intense a little bit. Um interesting. And so it was like they're very talented musicians. I'm not sure if it's exactly like my type of music really, but mm-hmm. They are very talented, and it was fun to watch them, even though I watched them for a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Muna, oh, the set was very similar to the one I saw in August, which, I, girl, I have no qualms about. Mm-hmm. But they did do a lot of, like, their early stuff from, like, their first LP, which was so cool. And, guys, this Ooh. is another weird thing that happened. I posted on Instagram last week from pictures I took over winter break this year. At, that I haven't posted for like four months because you know and um I did the caption winter break dot muna dot mp4 and then that was on Thursday then when I see the concert on Friday what song do they do but winter break perfecto that's so weird <laughs> you conjured right? it you I know it. I manifested that <laughs> no my powers I I fear my powers sometimes it's something we've talked about on the podcast I totally understand and as we get closer to cancer season like <gasps> i think it's gonna be even 
it just gets worse by the day you are so powerful during cancer season because you have so much placements it's true it must be crazy what's cancer's like bestie sign um pardon what's cancer's like bestie sign like the sign they're most compatible with no, like you know how like Sagittarius and Gemini are like besties. Oh, Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, okay. oh, their sister sign. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Capricorn. Do you feel power during Capricorn season too? Uh, what would that be like? December? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. <laughs> no, actually. And thank you for I, saying that. Yeah, I feel more empowered during Sag season. I think. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's an empowering season. It's an empowering it, time of the year. Exactly. We can't ignore it. But yeah, the moon account um, was so good. I can't describe it. Like I got did so. Katie so keep enjoyable. looking at you again? Yes, she has something. Like she has a quality it. about her. Like I don't know what is about her performing. Mm-hmm. Where like both mm-hmm. times I've seen her perform, I'm like, it does feel like she's like staring directly at you. Uh, I love her. And for me, it's not like that. I had a realization. I'm like, they've all like definitely like noticed me because I'm like standing like a couple of heads above like everyone around me and I'm like jumping around. For sure. Um but <laughs> they must recognize you. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's me. And they're like, oh my god, hi. <laughs> um but oh, it's just so it's such a fun show. It's so good. I was like literally feeling like euphoric during it. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh my god. And you see it's so so good. Was Bowen there? No, unfortunately. Dang it. Okay. They had their show in New York. Um, right. I think like over the weekend I saw some shots from that. But yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. He has been at one of their shows before. Um Yes. There we go. But anyway. Well, so, that's amazing. Yeah, that's kind of what's been going on with me that I wanted to report to the wider audience. Mm-hmm. And so, Becca, in the grand tradition, what the hell have you been up to? Thanks for asking. Um, Basically, again, I've just been working. Not much mm-hmm. has changed. I have had, and this is so, it's almost like I manifested your newsletter this week. Because, mm-hmm. guys, if you haven't read over over Intellectuals Anonymous this week, The topic was on Quinn's home state and hometown specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was really a journey about place. And I had literally, I've been thinking for the past week or so about how like I'm feeling empathetic towards suburbia. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what I've been thinking about lately. And it's like, I get it. Like I get the simple life and like when it's sunny out and you have like two kids and a dog, like I get why you chose that. Yeah. And I've just been so existential about like, <laughs> I get it's hard to even put into words, but I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what does anything even mean? Like, yeah. what's worth it to try? Like, do, like, w- how do you know? I don't know. <laughs> no, and I, no, and I, I, I like completely get what you mean. And there was originally going to be a like coda to the piece Mm -hmm. um, because when I first conceptualized this piece, it was obviously when I first kind of um, came home 
mm-hmm. uh, in like early March. And so I had all these like thoughts and there was originally going to be a whole other part of the piece where I talk a lot about um, safety and mm-hmm. how being in a place where you like grew up and maybe at least in my community, I don't know about you, Becca, but like my parents grew up in the state I grew up in um, and not in the same area, but they grew up mm-hmm. in the same state. And, you know, I'm pretty sure my dad's parents grew up in the same state. And like my mom's parents were definitely here between here and like Chester County, which isn't too far away either. Mm-hmm. So it creates this idea that you have this safety, not only because like you feel safe here, but like also your parents were safe here, your grandparents were safe here. And there mm-hmm. is something to that. And it's not just safety in, I make a point of this in the piece, it's not just safety in like, oh, I physically feel like I don't feel like somebody's going to like intrude my home. There's just like an extra thing to it. Like because other people have lived this way and they've turned out all right, you have that same kind of assurance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, um, I don't know where I was going with it, but there were, okay, so there's that whole feeling. <laughs> stay with me now. And that, yeah. Stay with me now. Stay with me now. <laughs> and there's that whole feeling. And then it kind of like inspires this like inaction and comfortability, at least in myself. That's what I was kind of feeling when I first came home. Of the, It's like I can sit on the couch all day and watch below deck after below deck after below deck. And like, mm. oh, suddenly it's like, and this is before daylight savings. But it's like, oh, it's dark out now. <laughs> And oh, I have to go right. to bed soon. And it's like all that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. there is a part of that safety I at least identified that kind of causes a s- sort of um, paralysis and a sort of stasis. Um, and that was originally going to be like a whole other little like part, a little like separate essay to mm-hmm. the one I published this week. But now for like the last six weeks I've been like pretty disciplined about keeping myself on a routine and like doing all the stuff for the newsletter like I've been writing a ton um and also like with the job applications and stuff where I don't feel like that's as true now that idea Mm -hmm. of Becca and I um identifying like your creative ideas do have a shelf life and like sometimes Mm -hmm. you like get an idea but then you just feel so disconnected from it and so I realized I wasn't really feeling connected to that anymore and Mm -hmm. in like a in like a overwhelming way in the way that I felt it when I first conceived of it Mm -hmm. but I I do still have moments of that you know I get that yeah I think that's what you're saying right like yeah not so much about like the paralysis of stuff because like Mm -hmm. I feel like I am productive in my suburban life but I think I more so like used to really view normalcy as like an ugly thing right and Uh like I was terrified of like just being a normal person Mm -hmm. but I'm like empathizing with the normal even if like and I think a lot of people's normal is generally kind of like still sad you know like you sit all day on tv or you sit all day on your phone and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but there's also a normal that's like you have family and friends and you're a happy person and you exercise Mm. and you read books and you have a job and stuff like that, that I like, I don't know. 
it's growing more attractive every day, especially during a recession. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, I kind of get it. Like the cookie cutter kind of thing. Yeah, like things don't have to be hard, which is always the hard thing about like being a creative is it's like a hard life. Um, Right. And there's been a lot of talk about it with like the writer strike going on, like Mm because, of course, there are like shitheads out there who are like, oh, well, why? Uh, It's like this is the result. Like the writer strike is the result of our society devaluing the work of artists and creatives. Mm -hmm. Um, People like there are people who are like, oh, why are the writers even striking? Like what happened to starving for your art? And it's like, well, we well, first of all, we don't have to do that. Yeah, well that's first and then even more than that when our art is making billions of dollars for these corporations and they want to give people literal pennies on those dollars then like yeah people have a right to um expect more out of their yeah except yeah just like how starbucks baristas have the right to request more money out of howard schultz's flop ass who's making Mm -hmm. bank off of their backs yeah um and they're sweat and tears and blood yeah and each literally. coffee that gets i'll paid. never oh <laughs> it's gonna stay with me for a long time how that man came out of retirement to union bus <laughs> i hate said, him for real <laughs> no he was enjoying his time and he, he said oh my god they're unionizing get me back in there <laughs> no when people when people were unionizing i remember we got like a letter or something i forget but it was generally like oh yeah memo from howard like as um as an incentive to like you know stay a loyal starbucks employee like we will look into getting you guys nfts i was like oh Oh. brother (laughs) so that's actually not gonna fix a thing yeah if you think about it also the fact that like he or whoever in starbucks is not like literally already in prison for like doing that so explicitly anti-union busting stuff of like people in non-unionized stores making better wages than people at unionized stores like Mm -hmm. absolutely criminal what's going on but like it's not great yeah but it's but anyway digression but getting back to like the artist piece it's like our society is so devalued the work of like artists even as Mm -hmm. art has become so much more accessible and i don't i don't necessarily believe one has caused the other but it's like what do people do all day but like people are like oh it's that it also is that same idea of like when you tell people you want to be a creative like oh i want to work in theater or oh i want to work in tv or oh i want to do this and people are like oh my god that's so like how are you even gonna do that right and it's like what does everyone talk to each other about but television like mm-hmm. what yeah do you, what exactly. do you do when you go home like you turn on netflix. the biggest industry yeah literally you turn on netflix you turn on hulu you turn on whatever even reality television if you watch reality television those are still creative people like those are still mm-hmm. like the story producers even like the grips and the you know yahtzee people who are working behind the scenes like those are creatives in some way mm-hmm. um art department editors like all those people um there's like a lot of jobs if you know where to look it's just like any other industry it's just less traditional and that like it's it's less like and it is and one of the things that's hard about it is like if you go to school and get like a finance degree you have a like path based on what you want to do right you know you get a job like consulting out of 
school. Like that's your first step as somebody who wants to, you know, work in finance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like for creatives, one of the things that's hard about it is like you kind of have to like figure out what your path is going to look like. Yeah, you have to forge it. Yeah, because everybody comes to it kind of differently. Yeah, definitely exhausting. Yeah, and it's like a scary thought. Um, yes, but for sure. Yeah, and sometimes, and sometimes you very much are like, oh, what is this all for? About even, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know, and I've, then I've been examining my own self, and I'm like, okay, do I want to do a certain thing because I want external validation from it, or do I want to do it because I want to do it? Mm-hmm. That's also scary. Yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I've been exhausted, basically, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> With my own I don't brain. even think it's just, like, I think the creative aspect adds a little bit to it, but also, like, I think it is just a thing with, like, I feel like As nobody talks person. about how hard it is to be, like, a young adult. like <laughs> A 20-year-old teenager, I know. Literally. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like everybody's like, oh, my God, your 20s are so fun. Like, be irresponsible. But it's like you also feel this, like, crushing weight of, like, oh, my God, what is my life going to be? What am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah, but we are podcasting, so. There's something. There's something. <laughs> There's something going on into the something. ether. <laughs> and we got some fans, so. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That exactly. is all worth it there. Exactly. Uh, uh let me wipe the sweat from my forehead but yeah i think i'm just in a mood it's tourist season so i am feeling very homey and like i don't know was there a bug yeah there's a bug (laughs) (laughs) i knew (laughs) got it got it got it um yeah but so maybe we'll see how i feel during gemini season yeah we need we need to i forgot it's tourist season a negative Mm -hmm. season for all Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only thing that is good during tourist season is like go frolic in that field like really? earth mama type vibe <laughs> but the rest we can do without and mercury retrograde guys <sighs> but it's almost over and a venus is now in cancer a mercury retrograde during tourist season like they should make that illegal i know Hot should make that illegal. Oh. <laughs> um, it's rude. It's not nice. Uh, well, anything else to update the viewing public on, Becca? Unfortunately, no. I hope next week to have better updates. I know. But... No, like a happiness <laughs> era is coming upon MPJ, I feel. Like we need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a happiness Rip era. It up. <laughs> Literally, we need to, like, okay, everybody's done sulking now. Yeah. <laughs> but... Everyone get together. Know, guys, it's just it's real out here. That's time of year. It's okay. Uh, but we'll be back in just a second to get into today's topic. Guys, I'm scared. I felt like it was from the future. What does it sound like when somebody gets scared in the future? Like robotics. Yeah. And on that note, we're back, guys. Um, welcome back to the show. <laughs> and so things are getting meta this week. And not as in the company. No, that, no, no, no. Put no, that no. far out of your mind. Put that far out of your mind. Um, but 
Becca and I are coming up on a year of this damn program. We've been producing. Crazy. Yeah, literally. Oh and God. hashtag no days off. Um, we have uploaded through international travels. Through, oh my God. Um, what are Stationary. Personal injuries. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hectic work schedules. Uh, pregnancy scares. Pregnancy scares. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Changes of identity. No uh, <laughs> oh my God. Um, discoveries about families. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, come rain or come shine, we have posted the show. But guys, we are like every day. We're every time we c- come do the show, we're like, what is going on? Like, what are yeah. we going to talk about this week? Um, even for skilled talkers like ourselves. And so this week, <laughs> Becca and I are coming to the table. We are pitching. <laughs> we have each come up with five <laughs> new episodes. Of- <laughs> this is such a mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> We've each come up with five new episode content. Concepts, and we are pitching them to not only ourselves as you know the executive producers of this show, putting our producer hat mm-hmm. on, yeah, mm-hmm. but also you, the audience, and we know how much you guys love to talk to us. So you know, feel free if any of these are particularly resonating with you. Go to our e- go to your email. Go to your go to our TikTok. Go to our Instagram, and let us know what you would like to see on the show, or if you have ideas yourself of things you would like to us we've literally done whole episodes based off people's suggestion and by people pitches yeah i mean ectoplasmatic are one of our favorite little jump scares yeah thank you they they, thank you they have they have two (laughs) producer credit they have they have produced production credits (laughs) on two episodes ceremoniously not officially um yeah. but legally legally um yeah ecto that um, is not in writing that is not in writing you know, that's why we said ceremonies the ecto we love you but yeah. we're not um, if anybody makes money off you. this show it's gonna be back in the first <laughs> women and children first. Employee. <laughs> children. women children um, <laughs> and so but yeah so uh we each have five little topics and so becca i would love to invite you to the floor it's like shark tank a little bit um yeah okay and you get to now pitch the very first episode topic. Okay, so my first one is purely selfish because uh-huh. it's just something I really, really want to do. And I don't know the legality of this, but my first episode idea is that for w- exactly one hour, we just do karaoke back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Live on air. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, so... Your, so... <laughs> Do you do you have something more to say? <laughs> so basically, my idea is like okay. we just play it from our laptops, and like I just sing one song, and then next you would sing a song that you want to sing, <laughs> and we just do karaoke to each other for one hour, <laughs> and I would have fun. Oh my god! I don't know about the ethic. I don't know about the, the ethics. <laughs> not the ethics. I, I don't know about the. I don't know about how Spotify or. Um, Apple Music or wherever we post this podcast, we feel about that. YouTube, however, would not take kindly to that at all. Oh, actually, I don't know about singing our. I don't know about singing our own. If we do, if we like sing it ourselves, right, and like have a if, backing track. Well, you know that you can like YouTube like karaoke tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that would be fine. So yeah, what do you think? I think that would be a very fun episode. Mm-hmm. oh my god do you know what would be really fun 
that'd be really fun like future like if we ever if this podcast ever gets big enough to do like a live show live show (gasps) oh my god okay okay addendum perfect live show we would uh, no we would make like a contest like we would have like people compete against each other i feel like like we would open the show and we would be above the judgment (gasps) it would be like um one of us would have to do new rules a la james charles (laughs) oh my god the fact that james charles used to sing at his meet and greets I know. He took that book right out of Madcon's pages. Literally. Ugh. Um, I'll do Bring Me Little Water Now. Bring Me Little Water, Sylvie. 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 So wait on that water, true. girl. Um, oh, okay. That okay, is a anyway. strong first. That's a strong first. Or if we got like, I could see it being like auxiliary content. Like if we ever like expanded to be one of those like kind of multimedia things because, <laughs> multimedia like, podcast, we like of course. we ran out a karaoke bar for a night like yeah okay i like it vlog style maybe yeah all right yeah Strong so first pitch cool it's in the books mm-hmm. in the tbds quinn i'm dying to hear your first pitch so my first pitch was as most things in my life are um inspired by below deck because one of the ultimate villains of Below Deck, which I just learned in the past week, Jean-Luc. Yeah. Um, we, we, we can't get into it right now. We cannot yeah, get into it right now. It's too much. It's too much, actually. Um, if Becca and I ever do start a Below Deck podcast, though, I do feel like we might need to start with, If like, we ever start. If we don't. <laughs> if we pivot, like, a little bit, we're if just we pulling like, Below Deck. <laughs> if we ever decide that we're talking about Below Deck left. so much that we need to, like, abandon the original concept of this show and just commit to that, or we make a whole yeah. new podcast for that. Right. Um, we we might need to start with Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 2, and I will talk about that a little bit later in one of my topics, but... So anyway, there's this, as Becca talked about, there was this guy who was six, eight or six, nine who appeared on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they called him, one of the charter guests started calling him Daddy Longlegs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, I haven't thought about Daddy Longlegs in such a long time. They kind of fell off. And so okay. for one episode, I believe we could talk about things that fell off. <laughs> Thank you for bringing up in that way. Things that used to have like cultural relevance, but don't anymore. Like I feel like daddy long leg spiders used to be so much more culturally relevant. And now I just feel like nobody ever talks about them. No, I actually think you're right. I used to talk about them all the time when I was a child. Maybe it is like a childlike thing to talk about a daddy long leg spider. But now it's just like. Because you kind of run into them like on the playground. Oh, that is. Whereas I don't so much anymore. A specific part of culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Bo and Yang did that thing. On SNL, where he played the long leg. Oh, really? Daddy, yeah. Daddy. <laughs> I was listening to Bowen's podcast, and he was talking about apparently he's like on Peacock as like the face of like AAPI like uh, history yeah. month, and you can like watch all his like sketches. That's and he was like, "No one at Peacock talked to me about this. They just did it. <laughs> they just did it without That's telling hilarious. him." Um, and he was like, that some of those so sketches funny. I am not, like, particularly proud of. And I was like, <laughs> Did you see the Jafar sketch from, like, a couple weeks ago? No. Oh, my God. There's a funny sketch where he does Jafar talking about the, like, Disney versus DeSantis stuff. Okay. I'll have a good to watch. watch it. Okay, but okay. 
Yeah, so I think that would be, Becca, do you have any things that fell off that you can think of off the top of your dome? Things that fell off. Um, melatonin gummies. That's so weird you say that because I literally took one last night. Oh, my God. I feel like no one talks about how useful they are anymore. Yeah, no, they do. I think there was a stigmatization around um, melatonin for a second. Well, for a second, and Halo pe- Beauty. Oh, yeah. And also, people were listening to that Dr. Mike guy. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Things that fell off. Dr. Dr. Mike. Mike. <laughs> he was partying in, like, in a- Miami, and we were know, all like, girl, crazy. we're in the house. What's going on yeah. with you? Why are you doing that, doctor? <laughs> he got a big-ass dog. Have you been watching Hassan's dog, like, grow up? Yeah. Hassan did this whole video where he like was looking at Dr. Mike because Dr. Mike has a new fee which are like huge hairy dogs and he's the biggest dog ever he has them like he has it like trained really well and he like grooms it himself apparently um and he like he like showed a video grooming the dog and he was very meticulous about it so Mm, interesting um yeah but I like this idea Quinn it's mm -hmm. like a more historical version of our problematic faves yeah it's like kind of problematic faves meets ins and outs um yeah so yeah no ultimately no new ideas coming out of this (laughs) (laughs) no that's pretty that's pretty fresh to me it's pretty fresh pretty fresh fresh. um i think that would be good so that's my first one but becca what is your second pitch Okay. My second one, I'm going to be honest, this is also selfish. This is uh, also something I just want to do. And I also don't know about self serving. <laughs> That's all we're here for. Guys. <laughs> all we're here for. Uh, um, so it's selfish. It's, I don't know the ethics of this. I don't know the legality of this. I don't know how we would actually do this. But my idea is to, with some sort of equipment that is capable of this, go snorkeling. And attempt to talk to the whales and dolphins. We would have to do this during cancer season for obvious uh, reasons. Of course. Well, that's the only. T- that's when the. That's when the um veil between humans and the marine life is at its thinnest. And the se- I'm glad you said that. It's, it's, and it's actually the it's like how Solstice Halloween Jade, is like June 22nd. The, yes, it's like how Halloween yeah, is like that's when the thinnest between, us, the between us and the other world. It's like between us and the marine animals. That's when you can talk to them during cancer season. Yeah, or like there are some people yeah, who that's have why, like, like special abilities to talk to them at other times but it's just it just cancer season everything's flowing you know yeah and we can't reveal who may or may not have those abilities all year round um we who have them cannot reveal that Mm -hmm. just know that (laughs) well this might be possible because i have told you about i believe i've told you about i have a idea written down in my random ideas note on my phone um for an MPJ presents, if we wanted to do another radio play, which like more are coming, guys. Whenever mm-hmm. the inspiration strikes, um, I have an I I had an idea to do one where we go on a deep ocean expedition. Right. Okay. But, so there would be that, and that would be us like fictionalizing it. But then we would also do it in like a real way. We would, yeah. Will you go and do it, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I just feel like. If any two girls are possible, like could possibly do it, it would be us. 
And it would have to be in Australia. Like, we would have to be over there doing it. Oh, yeah. And Captain Jason would have to be the one who sails out our little boat into the deep ocean. Can I tell you? I was listening to Hannah Farrier's podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, Who, like, guys, this is what the thing about podcasting is, like, so much of podcasting is just literally having a platform and then starting a podcast. Like, Becca and I kind of did it reverse. Yeah. Um, where we're hoping, like, a platform eventually comes out of the podcast. But, like... Because Hannah Farrier is, like, a terrible podcaster. Like, I don't even, like, like, Becca, like, I'm much more positive on her than Becca, but she's, like, kind of a terrible podcaster. I Um, believe it. (laughs) But she just has, like, a podcast, and, like, she has a following, so places buy, like, ads on it, and, like, people listen to it, and so, anyway. But she had Captain Jason on. Okay. Um, I miss him so much. Season two of Below Deck Under. Becca and I are... I'm itching and scratching. Min- I don't know why it's not out yet. camping outside at midnight for the premiere. Yeah. Seriously. My God. I love that man. Get Asia and Captain <laughs> Jason back on our screens immediately. Expeditiously, Please, actually. dear God. Literally. But he actually said that there will be more, like, diving stuff in season two. Oh, sweet. Like, more underwater stuff. I love that. So, when we eventually okay, when we inevitably i should say go on below deck and like make inroads with the production company we can kind of get the deep we can on like how, do that how to right. do that yeah yeah perfect okay yeah. so we do have a plan uh, totally, okay. totally totally cool cool okay good that's all i need to know quinn mm-hmm. what's your second idea my second idea i'm not sure how we've never talked about this but we definitely need to do an episode at one point talking about red flags oh you're so right (laughs) yeah we need to dedicate Um, an episode to like red flags things that just make us go oh yeah sir excuse me sir get out of my house (laughs) you need to leave right now (laughs) yeah red flags green flags even but oh green flags okay cool okay Mm -hmm. write that down write that down we just got a second episode out of that second (laughs) week (laughs) <laughs> one you know a bit <laughs> both um <laughs> you know a and uh yeah i don't even i think i thought of a more specific one than this but it's sticking out for me like if you but like if you're like a marvel person i just don't i don't see a future for us i feel i'm just not gonna get you like that yeah like no. i'm not gonna and be I'm able to ne- share joy in the things you share joy in yeah no and i'm never gonna watch those movies sorry i'm so sorry about it actually yeah, because I'm already like ten behind. I can't, I can't catch up now. Can They're I each, tell like, you four hours? Something that shouldn't surprise anyone. Never seen a Marvel movie. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that actually. Never seen a singular <laughs> one. The only superhero movie I ever seen was the first Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah, and I actually kind of did enjoy that. I'll say. The Gal Gadot one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I heard okay. the second one was bad. I heard it was fine. I didn't see it actually. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Kristen Wiig as a supervillain does really intrigue me. I know. As a fan mm. of her work. Um but yeah, red flags. Uh that's just genuinely a good idea. So Well. We should actually do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. This is so easy. Wait, why are we making such a big deal about it? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Uh okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay. Yeah. Becca time has come for you to pitch your third idea yes this one 
Also a little selfish. Okay. Um, so we're sensing a this, theme at this point. <laughs> this would kind of just be like a, like a what happens live type of thing. Like uh-huh. um, kind of a man on the street, but more so girls in the room. And that is, the idea is to go to the president of Disney Channel, sit down and say, we want to make history and just see what happens after that. <laughs> It's yeah. it's giving it's very much, you know, an academic inquiry when people think you have to be making new research all the time, but that's not necessarily true. You can replicate <laughs> old experiments. And so what we're doing is we're replicating what Debbie Ryan already did. Yes. And we're saying, okay, so what happens if we do it? Yeah. Yes, and yes, and <laughs> to that. If um, we were on a Disney property. Yeah. So that is a thing. We would probably have to, I don't know. I have a cousin who works in entertainment. Um, I can try to get us a seat. Everyone has a cousin like that. <laughs> Everyone has a cousin in the business. Let me tell you that much. In the business. In the business. Um, but yeah, we would just have to secure that actual allowance into the building, and then the episode would be I don't think we happen. do. I think we can just walk in. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I think we can be like, <laughs> hello, can we speak to the president? <laughs> we heard Debbie Ryan did. We heard Debbie Ryan yeah. did. What what does she have over us? A prior relationship with the a network. House. Get out of here. All right. Cut that <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that one would be just really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. But Quinn, what's your number three? Come on, tell me. My number three, and I said, I teased this a little bit earlier, but we do need to do an episode where we rank each of us our top five below deck seasons. Oh my God. So true, actually, again. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I already have the five picked out for me personally. I haven't seen, Becca's seen like all of it. I have not seen all of it quite yet. Okay. So you're talking about through all the. Oh, yeah. I'm talking all of it. Minus Below Deck Adventure. We're not, we're not getting into that. I'm drawing the line. I'm drawing a line, actually. Which who knows if I'm actually drawing the line, but just because. But as of right now. (laughs) Yeah. And this is kind of, it's not the best time because I have been thinking about taking a break from Below Deck. Um, (gasps) Wow. I can't imagine. I'm so close to the finish line, but I also realized I have not watched anything like scripted in literal months. Oh, because you've just been watching. Below I've Deck. just been watching Below Deck, <laughs> like I think since like I left for my trip because I did watch Below Deck while I was like traveling, mm-hmm. and so because I I got into the med while I was traveling, and so I was like, oh my god, this whole new cast of characters I get to know, right? Um, and so I literally have not watched anything scripted. I watched like i have been watching the new season of ted lasso for like the last like couple weeks but that's like the first thing scripted i've watched since like january so i watch pen 15 i've been watching movies and stuff but below deck does take up a large amount of my screen time yeah i think my brain has just been rotting a little bit and there have been really good like below deck mad season four below deck mad season five below deck sailing not season two like there are things that make it worth it but you know right right i think we just need a little but you know, I can name five off the dome right now. I know it would just be really, I would have to sit down and really think about yeah. what brought me the most joy. Yeah. And I would have to think about where I want them all to like sit. And I think I do have some surprises on mine. Oh, okay. 
just thinking of one surprise really well, i can't wait <laughs> but can't wait yeah, i think that'll be a really fun episode for us um yeah and guys politics sailing out season two becca and i've been talking about it off the podcast but run do not walk run do not walk literally especially that- for that reunion app oh my god gag after gag no and like you guys think like oh watching a reunion that took place on zoom is not going to be fun for me oh boy (laughs) that's one reunion you cannot like cannot skip one. that's a reunion that's actually like get like sometimes you watch reunions and it's just like okay it was fun to hear the drama but nothing like came out of it no something like comes out of this reunion yeah like, yeah like you kind of gotta see the yes, reunion. Like if you're not watching this reunion you are only getting half the story yeah uh, uh, but, oh my god yeah bravo really struggled with that one um <laughs> literally oh my god and andy Andy, right place, right time. Andy. So literally. But anyway. (laughs) Becca, what then is your fourth pitch? Okay. My next pitch is that somehow we go on dating apps as each other Mm -hmm. for each other. Mm -hmm. A classic switcheroo. We see what happens. We talk to randos and we try to find love for each other that way. Mm-hmm. We would have to do this, I believe, on Hinge, where you can put your location as somewhere where you are not geographically. Mm. Or, yeah, and we will tease this. It's not going to be like too far off. Hopefully, 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 when Beck and I are in the same oh, geographic in the same location, place. yeah, consistently, that could also work. <laughs> and we can just like then we'll, that, then. then that won't be as much of a concern. Right, right, of course. And then we can okay, use yeah. all the apps at our disposal and see where we, we're getting the Every best content, one really. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I okay. think that is the only way I would get back on a dating app, to be <laughs> truthfully honest. <laughs> to goof around, I is know, to seriously. goof around with my good Judy. <laughs> because otherwise, yeah, we already talked that about is a, That is a really solid episode. And we do it for like a week and we just present our findings. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's very academic inquiry. It's like I done... set you up on four dates. <laughs> you have to clear your schedule for these days and these times. <laughs> oh my God, that would be so weird. And we... <laughs> no, would it be a thing where like we would like set each other up? Well, I think that would be hilarious. And we would have to be like, we would have to be like Becca, you have to go at this time. <laughs> you have to go. You have to go. Yeah, you have if, to go to there. If we like talk for a week, right? And like mm-hmm. finally find like one person that we think is like the best Mm-mm. or the other person. Yeah. Then yeah, you would have to. And then the next episode would be the date review. I know. Okay. Uh, and then we could like interview the people we went on the dates with being like, so did you know? <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> did you know that this was all... An experiment for the pod. <laughs> we just put on our improv. You'd be fine. I would be struggling a little bit because they'd be like bringing up things. You'd. We'd have to make a thing with like. Could we lie? <laughs> Wait, while talking to people on dating apps? Yes, as each other. Could we lie? Yeah, like a little, of course. Because then but I'd then be you... like, you'd make up like some <laughs> harebrained lie <laughs> about me, and then they'd like they'd like bring it up, and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh okay yeah no i feel like if i lied i would tell you the lie so you know okay yeah yeah we give each other a debrief that way as well 
okay, comparing well, each other. Or we could just say <laughs> this is your new identity. If you give given circumstance, you're figuring out your given circumstances as you're going along. <laughs> That's also really funny. Uh, okay, we could do either. We'll see what happens. This will be and... this will be a this will be a fun episode. Yeah, for sure. Uh oh my gourd. Wow. Okay. Well, Quinn, number four. What is it? So I believe I've talked about this, but it wasn't in our official episode, like ideas document. But I've been mm-hmm. keeping a separate note in my phone about it. Um, what do we do? Very annual, or not annually, but like seasonally, if not mm-hmm. our ins and outs. Mm-hmm. One's coming up in the next month, if you can believe it or not, as a new season starts. Yes, but I believe there are some things that never go out of style. And there are other things that never come into style. And so I feel like we could create like a perma ins and outs list. Yes. Like things sure. that are kind of like statically like, girl, this is always in. Yeah. No matter what. Girl, this is out. This is trash. Mama. Yeah. Yeah. And like some things can get like promoted from like some of the like we can look to the other the list we've already made and say, OK, this thing's getting promoted to a perma in. This mm-hmm. thing's getting demoted to a perma out uh-huh demoted demoted <laughs> yeah <laughs> me on duolingo week four demoted uh, oh my god anyway no guys i'm in the duolingo i'm in the diamond league tournament this week i'm a thousand percent gonna get booted out of this because these booted. people are there's some crazies girl i don't and people like hack into it and like do their thing i'm just not spending that i'm not time. spending an inordinate amount of time on Duolingo a day. Like, I'm not spending an hour on Duolingo a day. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I Sorry to Duolingo. Days. I'm doing enough. Like, yeah. I did my part. I did my, my part. I'm not <laughs> spending, like, um, I'm trying to take that game aspect out of it. I don't want to get demoted from the Diamond League, but, right. Bro, whatever happens in this tournament happens. Yeah. I can't be asked. Especially because be. there are like three stages. Like, it could be the next three weeks of my life and it's only going to get harder. I'm like, what? Oh my God, where y'all finding oh the time? God. Some of us have jobs. <laughs> Some of us has one, two, yeah. three. Yeah, yeah. How does that feel? How's that feel <laughs> now? Got her ass. <laughs> no longer unemployment era truly ending. No, guys. Friday. When you guys are listening to this, my unemployment era will like be over. Oh my God, the tide has shifted. The waves have turned. That's crazy. It's is, is it crazy? We like talk about me being unemployed. It's really been less than a year. Like. <laughs> of you being unemployed yes yeah i had a job as recently I mean, as last august yeah but anyway a year can be long a year can be a long time famous lame it's true a year without rain selena gomez you without rain selena gomez in the scene perma in anyway perma in as far as <laughs> music goes um, <laughs> selena gomez in the scene uh but Becca, we now come. Oh my God, we're already at this point. I can't believe that. We now come mm-hmm. to your final pitch in what has already been a great. I was trying to make a baseball reference with pitch, but I don't know enough about that sport. But yeah. it was already been a great game. You've been you've been pitching no hitters. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Um, and so there's one final Sounds pitch, good. bottom of the ninth. And so ninth. Becca, what is your final pitch? So for this episode, this we is... do eventually need more in the future. Right, of course, of course, for the time being. Um, Literally. This is sort of an idea if we ever run out of, like, 
stainless deep dives or we kind of need to like i don't know we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel we could start a series where we begin an attempt to rank all music ever made so <laughs> we start with a and we listen to all the songs we put them in a google doc and an excel maybe <laughs> and then we just rank them and we're just gonna have to be like yeah i think that one was better than this one that'll be really fucking hard it's gonna take years. That'd be tedious. We have years of material. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna suck, but it's what we signed up for when we started a podcast. Never ending. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like ever damn lasting is the thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah that's certainly an idea for content. <laughs> for sure, you you cannot argue that it's not an idea. I just... No, no. <laughs> and I would never argue that. I, I also I, I realize we never talked about the fact that. <laughs> Rosamond Bikes just behind me coloring her hair, Miss Amy Dunn. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be related to a No. Pitch. Oh no. I thought it was totally related to a pitch. No, no, okay. at all. It's just it's just something She's I am. Um, I have a cool playlist on Spotify. A yeah, I called it I have a playlist on Spotify called Cool Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made this the cover, obviously. So Yeah, of course. Um, and so I just had it in my computer and I was like, oh, I should just make this my virtual background. But of course. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, this has no relevance to the episode, but. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but yeah, that is certainly a, that's certainly an idea Becca had. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you know, but a yeah. Fun new direction for the podcast. <laughs> if, if, if below deck doesn't work out, music. <laughs> no, because you eventually podcast. run out of below deck and there's some very similar numbers in terms of like how many below deck content there is to how many songs or music there are but right right music is still probably winning the battle yeah mm-hmm. by smidge by smidge by smidge but uh quinn i'm dying to know what's your last entry my top 10 entry i've always conceptualized it as our one year episode or and by always i mean for like the past like month or so Okay. Um, or not? Did I say hundredth episode or did I say? You said one year, but I, I think yeah, you I said 100th. one year. Okay, good. I'm making sure. Um, but our one year episode, which is coming up quite soon, um, I think we need to do a retrospective on our time together. <laughs> of course, it's a list. What else would it be? Of course. And we need to go back and think about the top ten moments of this podcast from the past year. Oh my god. That's and, really cute. Yeah. And I think we're not going to like, I think we're not going to let it fly off like the seat of our pants, like the rest of our episodes. Like I think mm-hmm. Becca and I are going to come together, convene and say, okay, what do we want the list to be? These were the moments. And then we're okay. going to like present it together as like our joint work. Lovely. Yeah. And then, I like that. yeah. And then I don't want to commit myself to this, but I fear I might. Like go going back and like cutting them into a compilation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, guys. But I think that'll be a fun way to, you know, celebrate the first year because it is it is it is very fun. Beck and I have been talking for a little while about us coming up on a year of this show almost. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. In the next couple weeks. No, it is crazy, a full year. Yeah, we didn't reference it at all in the episode, but last episode was our 50th episode. Yeah. Crazy. (gasps) (laughs) 
Oh no, what happened? What even was that even? She disappeared. Wait, I'm scared. She disappeared okay. on us. You came back really fast though. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh my goodness. Okay, whatever. That was crazy. Whatever. Um, no, because we said crazy. Like when we both said crazy, we said it at the same time to me and then you disappeared. <laughs> oh my God. My powers. <laughs> our powers. Oh our joint slay. <laughs> yeah. Our joint slay. Joint slay, joint slay powers activated. Slay. Oh my God. Uh, but. Oh my gosh. Okay. We've done we it. We did it. We have. <laughs> 10 episode topics wow so no excuse (laughs) (laughs) yeah we got we gotta make at least 10 more episodes (laughs) literally (laughs) 10 more this bad boy 10 more um but yeah so i think we came up with some good stuff today i think so too it's promising i was cautiously optimistic and now you know we're we got some got some renewed vigor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. renewed vigor um for sure it's exciting but yeah so i think with that being said we can now throw to a little break and we'll be back for our segments i'm scared i'm so scared of that rattlesnake over the time (laughs) all right (laughs) wow yeah (laughs) Yeah, powerful. You said that's all I need I to scare I, the girls, actually. Yeah, I need not say more. I need not say I more. I need not say more. Time. All right. Guys, we're back. And it is time, yeah, uh, for our weekly segments. So mm-hmm. first of that being Comment Corner. Guys, we do have one today, but mm-hmm. that is because we have a few dedicated people. There are, though, more or less dedicated people listening to the podcast, though. Mm-hmm. So what we'll we need y'all. you to do is buckle down, commit, and do mm-hmm. the work. It seems like no one wants to work these days. Yeah, except for me and Becca. Get your ass up and work. Crazy and how type we have an like email a 3% to us. unemployment rate, but nobody's working. <laughs> Weird. 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 Anyway, um, but with that being said, before you know we go too much into that, um, <laughs> we do have a comment corner this week, mm-hmm. and uh, Quinn, would you do us the pleasure of reading? Yes, well, this comes from someone we've already referenced in this episode, the icon of the MPJ community, uh, Ectoplasmatic. Thank um, you, Ecto. And Ecto writes, Hi, guys. Becca, you're real as fuck for lying to students about your age. My partner is about your same age and a teacher, and I tell them to do the same. I had a couple of teachers in their early 20s in high school, and it was hell on earth for them because they were so upfront about their lack of experience which is expected at that age. And students took that as a pass to be blatantly disrespective, disrespectful and disruptive. Not cool. Also, mm-hmm. weird that I had a prof my freshman year of college that was 22. Like, girl, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Quinn, I completely understand how disheartening job hunting can be. I'm currently looking for a job and completely relate to being frustrated about not hearing anything at all back, whether it be rejection or just employers simply letting you know that they're reviewing your CV and will get back to you. I think job hunting and the hiring process have lost all their formality over the pandemic and now I ha- and now post-pandemic, it just hasn't shifted back to how it used to be. Anyway, I hope you both have a wonderful summer and are enjoying the beautiful weather. Sincerely, Ecto. Oh my God, Ecto, we love you. Yes, Acto, and you come in and you affirm what we're doing. 
Exactly. And that's all I need. Really what we need at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what we request out of you guys. Um, yeah. And so Ecto, we wish you Thank luck you on the again. job search. Yes. Oh my God. Best because of luck. With there's one thing I've learned. It is hard out here. Mm-hmm. You can throw your Absolutely. labor at people and they'll be like, not sure about that. Meh. Yeah. Not sure about all that. Whoa, I thought I was being haunted, but I'm actually not. Okay. <laughs> Teddy, where you at? <laughs> Teddy just got a bath. He does not want to talk about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he does not want to talk about it. He said, now my eyes aren't crusty. What am I supposed to do now? How am I going to have any fun? <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to have any fun without any crust around my eyes? Don't worry, Quinn. Um, They're so crusty. Yeah. Also, um, did you ever have any super young teachers in high school? Um... I think I had one, but mostly it was like I had one long-term sub that was also younger. Mm. But mostly they were kind of like older. Yeah. Well, you went to public school, but I something about my private school experience is that famously you only need a bachelor's degree to teach at a private school or certain private schools, mine being one of them. Right. So my high yeah. school, you literally only needed a grad like a bachelor's degree to teach. Yeah. So, so you can just go right into it. Oh, so we got like we got like people fresh out of college like all the time to be teachers. It was kind of it's kind of crazy. That is funny. Like I cannot imagine having a room full of like fourteen year olds and being like, "Hey guys, I'm your teacher now." That's what I do all day long. But like in like Except an I'm actual, not actually like, teaching. Yes, yeah, so an actual like. <laughs> oh, I made the lesson plan. Oh, I did all this. Right. Um, yeah. Because it's also, it's one thing if you, like, go and, like, you learn to be a teacher. But that's the other thing about, that I didn't love about my education is that, like, oh, anybody can be a teacher. Right. Like, oh, you majored in chemistry in college? You can teach chemistry then. Like. Yeah. It's not as easy as a job as you are letting on. Yeah. 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 And that's also on going to a private school where, like, alumni are given, like, preferential treatment, like, hiring processes and stuff. So oh gotcha yeah but there's that whole political realm to it as well yeah um but yeah ecto keep up the good fight keep letting us know about what's going on in your life we appreciate it so much yes um and out of all the comments we would read yours but we will accept other people's comments yes of course of course come on well now that that's been read Mm-hmm. It is time for our next weekly segment. So we're starting with jump scare of the week. This is anything Quinn or I found not so great, a little terrible, um, frightening even. So mm-hmm. Quinn, what was that for you this week? Let me tell y'all, I had a day yesterday. Because, because what does my mom come in and say to me last week? But oh, your car needs an inspection. Yeah. And I said, so what does that even mean? how could you say that to me and i have gotten my car inspected before so i like i did it did come back to me and i was like oh my god and i've talked about how much i hate owning a car not i don't yeah. even own the car thank god thank god yeah you're just in possession of it um i'm in possession of a car and i'm grateful for that but sometimes mm-hmm. guys i think it's not a glamorous it's not a life i would prefer let me i'll, I'll say that yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's also, and this is the other thing about living in fucking suburbia, is that we've decided as a country that, like, we don't care about public transportation or anything. So there's no way to get around except having a fucking car, even though it's more cost efficient, more environmentally friendly. It makes sense on literally every level. 
mm-hmm. to just have a robust public transportation system in the entirety of the country. Um, but uh, the U.S. is not in the business of making sense as a nation. It's never been like our thing, really. So I yeah, guess no. I can't get like super upset. Um, and so I had to go. I went down to get inspected. And girl, what had happened? But I failed inspection. Nor. Because both of my taillights, let me tell you, both my taillights are busted. Like the glass on lights. Yes. Like they work. They work. But the the plastic on the lights is cracked. One of them is cracked. One of them is fully missing a piece. The one, one of them has been there since high school. It definitely was there the last time my car got inspected um and they just didn't care about it then um Mm -hmm. and i genuinely don't know how that one happened when the other one was busted it is because i backed into a fence backing out of my garage in pittsburgh um and that's okay and that's okay guys that's okay it's really okay (laughs) yeah um and so there but that i think that might be the problem because there is like fully like the one is just cracked and then the other mm-hmm. one is like there's a full like piece missing from the plastic. So girl, my car failed inspection. They gave me a fucking this is one of the most embarrassing parts. They gave me like a temporary registration. I was like, oh, well, it'll just be like if I get pulled over, I have to show it to the cop. Oh, no, baby. They gave me a full ass like license plate size piece of paper that has like a whole new license plate number says like the date that I have to like be inspected by again. And like, it's like a dunce cap for my car. And you have to put it in your license plate thing. Yes. But my car is so old that the license plate, like screws are so rusted over (gasps) that. Like I tried to like wrench them yesterday, but I genuinely could not do it. So I have taped it like in the back of my window and just hopefully that works for everyone. (laughs) But I genuinely like yeah for law enforcement I hope y'all just like leave me alone but um yeah yeah so uh, oh and we're not even done we're not even done yet we're not even done yet I'm sure you're like okay and that's terrible and so then this derelict ass car I'm driving around I was like oh I'm gonna do inspection then we get an oil change because my car also needed an oil change which the only way I know when to get an oil change is because they put that little sticker in your car being like oh service at this next mileage Mm-hmm. Somebody who was driving my car decided to take that out of my car for some reason, even though it's literally up in the corner of the windshield. And to that person, I say, no, thank you. Like, how am I supposed to keep up with things? Yeah. Um. And like so anyway, so I was like, OK, let me go get a let me go get an oil change, Um. even though I'm now driving a legal vehicle. <laughs> well, not technically, <laughs> but, you know, not That's ideal. Fine. Anyway. So <laughs> I go to uh, the place to get my oil changed and I they like take my car. I'm sitting in the lobby and then someone comes in and they're like, hey, um, I was just looking at your car and I want to let you know you have a big bubble in one of your tires. Bubble? Pardon? Yeah, bubble. And I'm like, what? And so he takes me out and he shows me and there's just a big like a little bit bigger than a golf ball, smaller than a tennis ball, like coming out of my wheel. I didn't even know that was possible. Me the fuck neither. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> oh my god! What is What's this now? <laughs> so it's I'm, it's triple homicide up in here. Like I'm getting, I'm getting battered and bruised just trying to like have a car. 
Yeah. Oh my um, god. And so yeah, I I was not. Did he happy. say you needed a new tire? Yeah, basically, yeah. Because otherwise, like, if I hit like oh a god. pothole or something, my tire will blow out. It seems like. It <gasps> seems um, to me. So we're That's now on my. So annoying. Yeah. So, but this one is fine because it's like I feel like it really, like, isn't my fault. It just kind of happened. Which we're still. I'm still like most of the tires that I've like busted by nature of driving my car have not really been my fault or at least that's why i like to tell myself but i can believe you to a certain extent <laughs> but i've also been in the car with you and that's okay <laughs> pray for anybody who has been in the car with you guys no and it's it's honestly just like it's so liberating accepting not being a good driver like i don't aspire to be a good driver like when people are like oh i'm such a good driver it's like i don't aspire to that anymore fair enough honestly. as long as i get from point a to point b i'm a happy girl <laughs> safely safely come on now yeah but you know that is but anyway so um yeah it was a wretched day with my car yesterday but she's out for repairs right now um which means i'm basically stranded in my house so that's good oh, um <laughs> and then you're gonna owe all that money you make um for your new job yeah, yeah actually yeah, yeah. So, so awesome <laughs> i had a coupon to do my oil change but i was so like disgruntled by everything that happened with the bubble and the failed inspection that i forgot to use it nori that was a mess coupon. that was a mess it's a mess oh yeah but becca what was your jump scare this week dying to know actually yeah um well it's just that you know in this existential time of mine I have been really wanting to indulge in retail therapy and it is a demon I must face. Um, Just the instinct to like buy something or just like go on even, I hate to say it, amazon.com mm-hmm. and just get something that will come to me the fastest that something can be brought to a woman in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. I did buy some books, which is at least like a productive thing. Uh-huh. But um yeah i've been window shopping and spending a lot of time on my browsers <laughs> not proud it's scary not because proud. i don't need things right now i'm trying to save money so yeah so like impossible but sometimes you do just need to like spend right right although with books i'm into like used books right now i have really been appreciating used book i literally bought um I've been looking because obviously with the newsletter launching, I've been reading a lot of like personal essay like genre Mm -hmm. and who is one of the Queens all time legends of that, but Joan Didion. And I don't really know that woman. So I was like, huh, let me, I was looking for, I went, there's a cute little bookshop in my town that I only started going to within the past couple of years. But um, I wanted to, I want to read letters to a young poet um, Mm -hmm. by Rilke. And so I went there looking for this, but they have like, they had like $1 books outside. And so I, I looked $1. there last time I was there too. And I bought like two plays that I found. And then there's a Joan Didion book just sitting in the $1 book pile. And I was like, oh yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. I didn't find anything else. So I literally got to pay with like $1 that I had in my wallet. My literal last dollar in my $1. wallet I paid with a dollar, a dollar. I paid for a book with. And the woman was like, oh, you found a, you found this book in great condition because it was in great condition um for Lovely. one dollar and i was like yeah oh my god i need to get into joan that's yeah. one thing i also sure. 
I really want to read reread the Percy Jackson books this summer. Oh, <laughs> one of my goals for the summer. <laughs> Just mystical time. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a new Percy Jackson book coming out in September. I didn't know that. Yeah, like the sixth book in the series is coming out in September. Um, Fascinating. And so I was like, oh, and I I own all the two through five, but I didn't. And I had like the follow-up series. I think I gave those books away maybe, but um, I kept the original ones. Um, mm-hmm. And I never had the Lightning Thief. So I went to this other kind of place that sells new and used books. And I found a copy of the Lightning Thief for like less than five bucks. I um, do love, that is when spending, it's all worth it when you find a, a steal. A great deal. And and Becca, would you like to ask me about Amanda Pixie moment? Because I'm so glad you brought this up. Okay, Quinn, what is your Amanda Pixie moment? And our Amanda Pixie moments are, of course, when we talk about <laughs> you know a moment where we felt like we were the main character. And Becca is so right. Becca, Becca yeah. hit something on the head that I've been feeling since I found this. Like something there is. I get extreme couponers. Like I totally yeah. understand extreme couponers. Like the oh, rush yeah. of feeling like you're getting a deal, even if you are buying things you already have. Like. It's crazy. Like it's it electric. is like, oh, like it's electric a little bit. Um, ooh, uh-huh. woogie, woogie, woogie. um but um exactly. So I'm starting a new job. I'm gonna be on my feet a lot. Hashtag service workers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I need like a good pair of shoes to like wear to work. And um so uh you got or have I I don't know if you guys would know this, but I really like the brand um Veja, which are those mm-hmm. shoes with the V's on them. And I thought they were just bougie shoes when I first saw them. Like, I first saw them, like, my senior year of high school. Um, And they are, like, kind of bougie shoes. But it's because they are, like, sustainably made and, like, ethically um, produced. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're one of the only shoe companies where you can, like, find out about their labor practices. Because I wore... um, all birds for a couple of years because they are like they are made out of sustainable materials but you can't find anything about their labor practices <laughs> um mm. all birds um and that is something that's important to me like i want to make sure the people who are like making my shoes um like are getting paid like a fair wage in times mm. when i can like they're obviously like you know uh it's a little bit of a luxury value as some might right. call it but um but anyway, it's just something I can, I have the luxury of doing. And so I'm going to try to do it whenever I can. So I like the brand. Um, and so I was looking, but they're so goddamn expensive is the thing. Yeah. Um, they're like, they're like, I have a pair. I have a pair that I bought for my travels that were, they were $195 when I bought them. And mm-hmm. now they're like, uh, this damn inflation. Let me tell you something. Veha knows about inflation. They know about it. They've heard <laughs> been about studying it. it. Yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so now they're up to like over two hundred dollars, which is crazy. But uh, anyway, Jeez. so I was like, so <laughs> y'all know, y'all know, I had to go to eBay. I love eBay. I feel like people don't talk I've about actually, eBay enough. I'm... Things that fell off, but sh- oh my god, Becca, where is she going? I'm yeah, so scared on what's actually happening. <laughs> I don't understand because it's not even saying like Zoom crashed. That's crazy. Does it just close it's out? Just like, yeah. And it's not even saying that I'm unstable. It just closes and then opens back up. That's interesting. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. So, so I go on to MissEbay.com. 
things that fell off but shouldn't have ebay i feel like i feel like ebay isn't as part of the conversation with like amazon and like all these other retailers online but girl it should be oh for sure i've never bought anything actually on there uh it's so good it's like thrifting but online okay lovely like that's how i feel about it um so don't you have to like fight for what you want sometimes but they also have ones and i don't like bidding because bidding is just like it's tedious performative you can like there some people have said it so you can just buy it now like sometimes it's like sometimes there'll be like you can make an offer you can like buy it now sometimes there'll be bidding or you could just like buy it outright for like a higher price so like Mm. you can play the game a little bit like something might be listed as like thirty dollars but then it might be like oh buy it now for 55 and so Mm. if you don't want to go through like the whole process of like the bidding war you can just buy it Mm -hmm. outright for a little bit more of a price gotcha um but anyway so i go on ebay.com and i'm like hmm i wonder if they have they has on here and i'm looking i'm searching and i'm like huh hmm." and i come across this one listing i'm like Oh, that's a good price. They're like, it, they were listed as because I put one in my watch list. And then sometimes on eBay, you'll get like deals. Like the buyer will offer you a deal, mm. um, or the seller will offer you like a deal. Um, and uh, like the deal went down, they were like 75 plus like $12 for shipping, which is pretty good because um, the shoes I was looking at real t- retail for close to 200. And so I was like, okay, work, 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 work. Then what do I find? shoes in better condition okay um in like yeah better condition like better colors and stuff um and it was $45 plus like $10 for shipping and i was like oh my and god I need to, like, and my new job i wear like blacks up top and they're white sneakers with like a black little logo and a black back so they'll match what beautifully oh my, my god and, and i was size? like Yes, and then my size. Oh my god! Which is the other thing you oh gotta look god. for. And then I said, "Let me buy that and right now." <laughs> yep, they were meant to and be. So, yours. guys, I literally saved a hundred and fifty dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, on great condition Vejas. Literally, oh it worn three oh times. Uh, worn three times, if I'm to believe the product <laughs> description. Okay. Which I don't. I don't think. Fair enough. Lie. So, unless yeah. I'm talking to my friend Becca, <laughs> right, I'm like, okay. oh, I know yeah. she's not. You cannot trust me. I know she's not for real right now, but <laughs> yeah. So I'm so dang. So, that's exciting. We're very synchronized with what we're thinking this week. I feel we're very we're in we're in we're in. What am I thinking? Sync. Similar okay. states. Well, yeah, similar states. It's the tourist season. Like you got to buy stuff, and <gasps> it is very material. Yeah, Quinn. I don't know if you want to ask me what my manic pixie moment is. I actually don't. I would love to end the episode right now. Oh, April. Okay. <laughs> Dang it, you got me, dude. I got you. I got you. No, nothing would truly make me happier in this moment than hearing what your manifesting moment was. Because I always well, want you to be happy and I always want you to feel like you're the main character of your own life. Thank you. Funnily enough, actually, um, my manic pixie moment, despite all I've said before, is that retail therapy actually does work sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, um much like you, I was on the hunt for something. I was on the hunt for a new yoga mat because something happened where a vortex opened and my old yoga mat had just like honestly just left my life. That happened with one of my old yoga mats. Like my first yoga mat I ever had, I do not know what happened to it, but it was just there one day and then it wasn't. It's genuinely so scary because I'm 
I am like pretty like good about my things. Like I like my things. I know where they are. I'm pretty organized. And I'm the opposite way. I'm constantly losing things. Right. <laughs> but so when I lose something, it's like it has to be. It's someone else. Like it wasn't me. Okay, so it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know. Um. So I was looking for a yoga mat. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to find like a nice one. Looked on some like athletic websites, whatever. Upwards of $35, $50. They can be expensive. So, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's just a piece of foam at the end of the day. So <laughs> what did I do except on my 15-minute break at Ulta Beauty, went over to next door, five below. I was like, oh, oh my God. I looked up and what do I see? A mass-produced yoga mat that is painting yeah. as flowers. And I said, that's actually going to be perfect for what I, I need her for. I flower. <laughs> I can hold my own hand, do yoga for hours. Thank you. Um, and yeah, that's what I plan to do. Is um, Adrian? I haven't met her in a while, so <laughs> you need to come back to, to her. Yeah, exactly. I need to pick that back up for summertime. Doing oh, oh my god, I I want to wake up early in the summer and do yoga on my porch. Come on, yeah. come on. So now I have the perfect mat for that five dollars mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah i'm just like I'm, you i'm sore right now because adrian whooped my ass a little bit oh perfect that's really what weekend. i want and i did i did two practices in a row yesterday like and it was like 45 minutes because i've been trying to like build back up to like stamina because i truly mm-hmm. like i haven't done like i haven't done like a over 30 minute one in like a second second and so i was like okay and then yeah, um, so I did like two and they added up to like 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, my body. Oh, my God. My, my my legs were like jelly afterwards. I was like, damn. And they were like too like because sometimes sometimes because like I follow Adrian's little calendar she puts out every month. And sometimes it's like you get a nice little reprieve. And like it'll be mm-hmm. like one day it's like five minutes. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. Thank um, you. <laughs> but then um, or it's like a nice little like low to the ground meditation one. But then other days. She said, girl, I'm about to light your ass up. <laughs> you're going to be miserable, but you're going to be happy. <laughs> you're going to be miserable, but you're going to be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it's true. yeah, we love you. That's what I'm here for. Thing. Um, no. but yeah, so guys, <sighs> it's all a balance of buying and not buying. Yeah. Buy or not to buy. You know, and sometimes you get a good deal and you're like, how can I not buy this? How can pass I, that, yeah, mm, how can I pass it up? How can I walk away? But couldn't. And that I believe our show this week um oh and so becker joan <laughs> how yeah. can people keep up with you these days well thank you so much they can follow me at beck hobart on instagram at beck's gloss on twitter and spotify and mm-hmm. also where y'all grind on world war three on tiktok they can also find me oh my god i'm outside doing cartwheels i haven't done one of those <gasps> since i was nine oh my god. wait i see how are how are you on Whoa, my Oh, there's and... two of me. Wait, oh my god. There's two of me down wait, there. They... Wait, they're multiplying. Oh my god. Oh my god. They ran... They're starting to run into each other. They're oh. getting confused. <laughs> wait, the ones outside my window are starting to like run towards me. Oh my god. Oh my god, they're... Ba- Do you guys hear that? They're banging on the window. <laughs> they're starting to freak me out. They're beautiful though. Oh my, okay. oh anyway. my god. <laughs> they're like strikingly gorgeous. It's like a yeah, little it's... annoying. Okay, anyway. Crazy. Not, um... not as pretty as this Becca, but like... <laughs> Whoa. Like it's kind of weird because you're like it's oh kind of freaky. Like that's yeah. a good semaphore. Like what's going on? <laughs> Anywho, um, Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? 
Um, you can find me at Quimpy Murphy on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and you can find me at Quimpy Murphy underscore on Twitter. You can also go to Quimpy Murphy dot substack.com for my newsletter and you can follow the um uh instagram account for my newsletter and some other of my artistic ventures at quimpy murphy art that's yeah. been active um and you can find me girl i'm in training because oh. we got jobs we got jobs to the thing that um, knows yours gonna be worked out as sommelier i'm gonna learn how to <laughs> sniff i'm gonna learn how to taste mm-hmm. um if I think it's to like drink wine oh my as God. part of my job, at least for you know the training process, crazy. I'm gonna have to visit you at work. <laughs> so incredibly true. blessed that this is my life. <laughs> LeBron <laughs> James meme smiling through it all. <laughs> I can't believe it. Guys, it's gonna believe be the best summer ever. <laughs> me three weeks ago. I hate my life. Me honestly, five days ago, like me hate my life. Uh me now. <laughs> Yeah. can't believe I this can't is believe my, life. my life loving every day <laughs> loving every day that's how oh, i'm trying to be like literally oh my no God. positive thinking we need to get back into it yeah manifesting okay and then guys um, oh yeah if you want to keep up with podcasts you can follow us on instagram and tiktok at manic pixie jump scare and then you can also follow us on youtube at Manic Pixie Jump Scare. Guys, mm-hmm. we post the podcast there. You can see our beautiful faces and also some like exclusive content. You can leave comments there. We'll do Comic Corner there, but you can also always email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com uh-huh. to do that. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Please. Bleak. 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 We're the queen. queen. And we're, we're big cat. And, and thank, thank you. you. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.